Tonight, Kipling Avenue in Woodbridge has been reopened after a single-car collision. Peel police are looking for witnesses after a variety store robbery in Brampton. Police are warning drivers to clear snow off their cars' roofs. Not very warm, Pearson minus 13, North minus 15. This update is brought to you by Frank Atola on 148.ca. New Year's predictions, Frank the Psychic at 148.ca slash Frank. I'm Philip Pong from SR National News. Now here's Mike, Ray, and Rod with North American Harness Update. Thank you. Thank you very much. I remember Rod this time around. Not on SRN1. The starter has called the field to the gate. Much appreciated, Phil. This field is in motion and approaching the start. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill. Captain Treacherous and Vegas Vacation. Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance. Be a magician. Sebastian K approaches the line. Guccio is coming late. And as they hit the wire, it's too close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on SRN1. Thank you, ladies and gents. Welcome to the 42nd annual... 42nd... Oh, excuse me for one second. That was... that was. Uh, I was getting into a southern accent, and uh, this uh, that's not the show for this, uh, at the very least. Uh, but I do want to welcome everyone to the 42nd Annual Academy Awards. <laughs> However, we're not going to piggyback on those kind of already established uh, societal ceremonies. No, we're, we're trying to pioneer into a new era. A new era of entertainment in horse racing. Yes, in horse racing. This is part two of our two-part season finale of the 2017 racing season. I am your host, uh, Ray Catola, who conveniently discovered and debuted his new self on the air uh, last week. Uh, it was about the beginning of the show. Uh, just because... Yeah, when you're in show business for so long, and I do, in fact, consider this show business, at a certain point, you you just lose what it is that is yourself. And so, once you finally figure out, hey, that's it, that's myself, myself's right over there. You go over there, and over there for me happened to be down under. Down under there, as a matter of fact. Down under where? <laughs> now that's a little too risque for this show. I'm going to bring on uh, my co-hosts for this program, uh, the, at least uh, for this edition of the program, joining me as they do every week, uh, Mike Prebozzi and Rod Ellums Jr. How's it going, boys? Great. Uh, never better. Uh, sound That sounds like it's... Uh, that just sounds like 2017 in a nutshell, just by the tone of your voice. Is that your off and pacing uh, oh, yes. jacket you have on there? Yes, it is. It's my. You notice I have. Thank you. Nahupix.com. Nahu gear. Rod, same thing. Nahu gear. Yeah. You haven't got oh, your. Oh, yeah, right there. 
right there. Maybe now's the right time to say that, you know, I actually never cared about the show to begin with. That's why, that's why I'm wearing the often pacing clothes. <laughs> you got to promote something. Might as well be that. <laughs> and we promote them each and every week, starting with uh, the first uh, assignment. Assignment? These aren't assignments for us. This isn't, this isn't grade school. No, 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 sorry. This is the first task we have uh, for this evening's program is the late pick four from Western Fair. We're going to cover that. And alongside those, later on in the show, we'll also have the late pick four from the Meadowlands for Saturday. And then finally, we have the New Year's Eve program from Western Fair. They have a late pick four that we're also going to talk about. But that those, those two will most likely happen in the second hour. Uh, Meadowlands might start in the first, just depending on how the pacing's going, so just bear with us. And, uh, first off, I just want to thank everyone who's tuning into video right now, because we've been experimenting with a video stream of North American Harness Update the last couple of weeks. We had a really great, we got great feedback last week about the feed, and again, you can tune in to that if you head over to the Nahu Picks Twitter page. There's a link to it. It's on Periscope, it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook. It's on MySpace. It's on uh, it's on uh, E-Bombs World. Uh, no one even remembers E-Bombs World anymore. So that that's old in the internet, but that's like ten years what ago. What is that? What is E-Bombs World? Uh, just look it up. It, it used it used to be like the, the it used to be like YouTube and MySpace uh, before they both existed. Or no, because it was around the time MySpace existed too. It it, it was like the uh, the beginning of social media. Uh huh. God knows I'm having a lot of fun on social media. <laughs> but nobody actually <laughs> nobody actually was on it. Uh, who's uh, is there any social media police watching this evening or anything? I'm curious. Uh, well, the, I, I am currently experiencing a couple red dots coming through my window, uh, but that just happens every week. Shout out to Charlie B who's watching right now. Charlie always, Charlie's the man. I like Charlie. Char- Charlie's a great guy. Yeah. He, he's been one of our most avid yeah, supporters. I just want to say, look, Charlie, Charlie, you live an hour from me, and you have not come down to get on the show yet. WTF, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, have, you haven't driven. You know why? Because he's too busy firing every place in the country. I was going to say, he's too, like, he could, he's not going to drive the four hours because, you know, he doesn't have the internet to get on the show anyway, apparently. He can't just, like, hook up a webcam, we'll hook up a microphone, come on the show anyway, because God knows we wouldn't invite him. No, no way. That's all sarcasm, by the way. Some, sometimes you can't read words, and so you got to be a little bit more explicit about what it is you're trying to say. And I know Mike knows a lot about that. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all that said, all that done, the sixth race at Western Fair just went off. A two to five favorite, White Dancer, ended up winning the race. We don't really care about that. We care about the eighth race. Oh, there's an error in the graphics. I apologize. I can fix that while we're talking about it. Uh, I forgot that there's 11 races at Western Fair tonight. So the pick four actually starts with race number eight, not race number seven. We have an extra race. To actually go more in-depth into this, yeah. yeah. And we might as well do that while I also adjust the video feed for me as I go to fix the errors I have made. I can only fix so many of those errors, though, just because when you're in show business, you, you, t- you, you just can't tell how many times you make a mistake. 
Because you try so hard to entertain the masses, and you try so hard to be yourself, and the two sometimes they just don't go together too well. It's like, it's like, uh, a, 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 you, you, you Americans have, uh, the fingernails on the chalkboard, yeah? Uh, you, you screech the fingernails, but the chalkboard makes a really re sound, and that sound does not sound good to the ears. In fact, I think it makes some ears bleed, as a matter of fact. We don't have bleed. chalkboards down under. Bleed? Yeah, bleed. No. Ah, well, uh, seeing as you are the doctor, I will trust your opinion. And also, uh, my arm hurts when I do this. I'm going to ask you about that after the show. Let's start this pick four with race number eight, just like everyone else will. You can't start it with race number seven unless you find a bookie that is just trying to scam you out of your money. This eighth race that kicks off the sequence, if I scroll, there goes my camera. If I scroll through, <laughs> if I scroll through, <laughs> that, that held up by scotch tape again. <laughs> we will fix that momentarily. Uh, that could also be the universe just saying it does not want to see anything of me anymore. The eighth race is a Philly and Mare preferred three pace. Purse of 8,500 on the line. We got a field of eight going posted here. Uh, I'm going to send it off to you, Rod, to start us off. Uh, because what I want to ask you two first, since we have a little bit more time to talk about this, is... Your tickets this week are a bit more extensive than they have been the last couple of weeks. Do you really feel that this sequence has a really good shot at paying? Yeah, absolutely. I'm fighting Mike. Yeah, I'm sure you agree, Mike. Because you, you're equally as deep this week. Uh, yeah, but I always play bigger tickets anyway. I mean, I'm always looking to try to get some chaos. And usually you get one price at, at Western and, and it's going to pay. So... Um, when you get one to five every race, it doesn't really pay. So I'm not really one of those players. I'm more of a, you know, chaotic sort of try to catch a few prices kind of player. So that's the way I play, and I'm, I'm okay I, with. I haven't played that way tonight. I think there's there's two races in there that should be pretty chalky, and the other two I thought were wide open. So I kind of played accordingly, and I'm hoping for a lot of chaos. Well, yeah, in the in the first leg of the sequence, actually, is that's your approach? Is you, you're taking all of them in the first one? Yeah, I, you know, honestly, in this race, I didn't have a strong opinion on any horse here. The one is going to be the chalk, and yeah, draws the rail, but this horse does not really win. I mean, two for twenty nine this year. The horse has been right there and just refuses to get by that last horse, mm-hmm. or just you know goes by and then waits for him you know that was the case two starts ago and this for shooting races and just doesn't but you know aside from that horse uh you know the two i i think raced really well last week uh probably gonna get bet again style snapshot this one you know always does get bet a little bit and uh race is big you know, kind of intermittently. The three, same type of scenario with this one. Uh, went a really good mile last week. Let a horse go, re-pulled before the quarter, and uh, actually battled just past the half, battled all the way past the three quarters, and, and was really game. Uh, aside from that, I mean, you got one coming in from Woodbine who's going to get bet as well. Uh, Big Liz from the second tier, made a start the other day off of a, you know, missing a month. So uh, there's a lot of variables in this race and, and 
I think there's a lot of potential speed in here. So a lot of things can happen that you might not ex- expect. And, you know, even with you look at the morning line odds, they're all six to one or lower. So, I mean, that just shows you how competitive this field is. Well, Rod, if you find that month that Big List missed, uh, if you could please let us know, we'd really appreciate it. As for you, Mike, uh, you narrow it down a bit more. It's a field of eight. Still kind of program. (laughs) Still kind of strange for you uh, because whenever you go this deep in that short of field, I know you prefer to take all, uh, but instead you still take four. Well, initially I kind of had the same idea. I I sort of disagree with you, Rod. I think the eight will be favored. Uh, just because she was favored off a month, was three to five, and you know actually faced better, I thought in there. Katie's Beach, um, you know, really had no chance from from where she was put early. She usually likes to be up close, and I think she will be tonight. I'm going to use her. I'm going to use the one, Miss Brandy K, who I thought was against it last time, just missed at, at a decent price. Now draws the rail. This horse has had kind of iffy post the last, you know, four races. I think needs to be used. Uh, the five, kind of like her. This horse comes from Woodbine. One from the nine hole and open eight claimers. And, you know, I don't know. That kind of measures up a little bit lesser than these types. These preferred threes are, are a little better than those open claimers. But those are good races. And this is a decent horse. And, you know, gets Carroll. Uh, seven-time winner this year. Has made some money. I think you need to use that one. And then the six, Pinky Tuscadero, who... Uh, I thought raced well, was out a long time last time to be third, held on well. Uh, this horse is always a big price, but always right there. And I just, in this kind of race, she could end up second over in here. And uh, that's a good place to be, I think, for her. So one, five, six, and eight. I kind of disagree with uh, Pinky Tuscadera. I think she's a lot better when she's sitting a little more up close to the pace, which is why I didn't take her here. But you could very much so be right about that just because every time she's in that second over position, she's usually a little too far back. I'm looking three starts ago here at London uh, from post seven, got away towards the back, ended up still gaining ground on the stretch, but was just too far back to be able to get into contention. Uh, that's that's the main race I use as an example uh, just to um, uh, not just defend my case for not using. Instead, I, I use three. I don't use any impressive three. I use some of the horses that we've all been talking about, except that you... Rod mentioned this horse, Mike did, and I also used the three Emerald Rihanna. I'm going to mention it as the first horse I used, coming in off a win against Nolas at 3,000. Her last start in the preferred, she was just too far out of the mix. Still ended up gaining ground, but I think she has an advantage from an inside post. That's mostly why I used her, kind of like the the same angle with Pinky Tescadero. Aside from her, I used the one Miss Brandy K, who is making a move up in class, but she finally gets an inside draw, and that could ultimately just be the thing that she needs, knowing how good the rail is over at Western Fair. And then uh, the eight big lists inherently is going to be put into the mix if the one's put into the race, and that's the best spot for big lists to be. Looking three starts back, gets Knowles a 50,000. She romped over at Flambeau Downs. Then she scratched two weeks later, sick, which then her most recent start, you could totally excuse. She went off the favorite. She got a rail trip. She should be much better this week. And she's trailing a horse that could drag her into contention. She's definitely dangerous, but she's also going to get bet for all of those reasons as well. I'm 138 in the first leg of this sequence. Second leg is race number nine. It's a horse and gelding $7,000 claim, a purse of $4,700 on the line. Uh, and Rod, this is one of those races where you narrow it down a bit because uh, you go all in another leg, uh, but in this leg, you only take two. Yeah, I go too deep here. 
the one American legend, pretty obvious one here. Uh, you know, first start off the layoff was really good. Uh, I didn't think this horse was going to be cutting a mile in that race, uh, but went right to the front and raced really well. Had no reason to win that race at uh, three to five. So, you know, that, that horse definitely had an excuse and coming back tonight, there's, uh, really honestly no excuse for this horse to lose this race. Um, draws the rail second start off the layoff. Same type of horses. I think this one goes to the front and should dominate, but just in case I, I threw on six, uh, Vic putty, he's in the battle for the, uh, trainer of the year over there. Uh, this one last week went to the front, won pretty handily. Uh, I thought it was a, a good race, and if he leaves again, he's got a big shot. And, uh, you know, with with this type of race, there's not a lot of speed in here, so I do expect this horse to go out of there early and if not make the front, you know, make the front, and then the one comes right back and puts him in a two-hole. So one-six for me. Mike, you're a little bit deeper. You take three. And I take the inside three. My problem with the the sixes is that was a front end racetrack that night, and uh, really nobody moved. He just kind of, you know, went around there with nobody really taking a shot at him ever, and it was very much boat race one two three around the track. He's going to have a problem getting to the front here with the one, who I don't really trust either. Uh, you know, lost five lengths in the stretch, came home thirty one and one. That's that's I realize it was a layoff. And you're you're right, you're right, Rod. The one should win. Has Stewart in the bike, and I think Stewart gets to the lead, and that's you know presents problems for the six also. But the two better art needs to be used. Uh, raced well from the seven hole last time. Uh, it's slightly raced this year, but won six times last year. And I, I like that race sort of waking up last time, getting back here to London. So I think that that horse needs to be used. And then the three R Navigator. Uh, this horse is a closer in a race that I, I think sets up a little bit for a closer. So. You know, the last two races closed to be third uh, against better types. I mean, that, that uh, you know, those claiming stakes races, those were all decent fields. And a lot of these horses are coming out of those races. I want a closer. I think this horse could be the best closer from the uh, inside spot. So one, two, three. I'm exactly the same way in this leg. I take the one, two, and three. Another thing to note uh, relative to the six shipping out is that of all the field, He's the only one that's not coming out of uh, the Alliance series. So to me, that also didn't really read too positively in his favor. It makes me think he's going to be a little bit m more bet than he actually deserves. Uh, while the two, better art, uh, you mentioned all the reasons why I take him, Mike. Uh, draws better here, second start off a little bit of a layoff. Uh, was still racing decently over at Flamborough Downs. Went first over in his first start back. The horse is just live coming into this race and probably just needs the better draw. And our navigator uh, definitely chased better horses. My concern, of course, is if he actually is able to catch horses. He can definitely chase horses, but I'm not sure if he can catch horses. Nonetheless, he's going to be a decent price. The race could set up in his favor. Uh, and not only that, it's not like... Uh, most of the other horses here are necessarily that stellar, so the horse could get the necessary setup to put him into uh, contention. So I'm one, two, three in the second leg. Third leg of the sequence is race number 10. It's another $7,000 claiming event for horse and gelding paces. Uh, Rod, once again, this is the second leg where you take all of them. Yep. Uh, going right back to the all button here. Just another race that I don't really have a big opinion on. 
this is uh, another seven claimer and I think there's a lot of horses that can win this race. Uh, it, it really depends on the setup. And, uh, you know, with the one, this horse doesn't really have gate speed, so it really makes the outside horses try to have to make a decision. The one's scratched. The, the, one, the one is scratched, that's right. Yeah. So you have even the two, though. The, the two doesn't really have a ton of gate speed. The two can leave. But I don't like the two, really. But, you know, it, with the rail, it, it's hard not to use a horse like this because he can go to the front and he could just back it down and wire the field. Uh, I think the four is going to go early, maybe even the six. But, you know, it, if too many of them get, get in that mood where they think they should leave, then you have a little bit of trouble. And that's where you get a horse that you don't expect, like maybe the seven to to come up late and, and snag the race. Uh, but, you know, again, th this is one of those races that could go one of two ways. The horse on the front just goes really slow and wins the race, or a bunch of people think they can outlead the, the horse on the rail, and they go a 58 half, and the horse from last wins it. I don't necessarily think that the race is going to play out like that, but that's more for when I talk about it. Mike, uh, you you take three of them, and what I find interesting is one of these horses uh, we saw race last Saturday on the matinee card, and uh, you specifically said I had no clue how anyone could ever have this horse, and he ended up wiring the field as an also eligible. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see why you ended up taking him here. You mean the three there? Yeah. Well, the problem with that race was that there was there was nothing in the race, mm -hmm. and the horse drew in, um, you know, got the rail, got a perfect trip on a front end racetrack. I agree with that, but he's going to get the rail. He's basically getting the rail again because the two really shows nothing. The mm -hmm. three is, you know, he's gunning again. He's getting the front. I I do not like the four in the race. I I don't feel oh. like that horse can put any pressure on. So you know, it's. Well, I understand what you're saying to me. Um, you know, the circumstances of this race, I think this, you know, is a similar setup and mm -hmm. the horse can win the race. So especially on the front. I'm also going to use the six, uh, Winsong Kango, who had no chance last time. Uh, you know, this horse, you know, has drawn inside, but in this kind of race, I think can be closer early. So. You know, I think the horse has to be used just because of early position. And, you know, the horse gets checked six, six time winner this year, uh, 11 times second or third, or I'm sorry, nine times second or third. So, you know, a horse like that against a lot of these ones that are just, you know, over the century, you have to use. And then the eight Cam Victed, um, you know, this is Stewart. You know, this horse raced well, two back from the rail last time had the five hole. And really had no chance. Uh, he's 0 for two years. Hard to like, hard to trust. But I don't really like anything in the race, like Rod said. I just didn't want to use them all. So five, six, eight, or three, six, eight. I'm sorry. I can see what you're saying with the full overthinking it, just because uh, in in all of his starts, he usually ends up chasing horses, never really catches horses. Uh, however, I still felt that he was going to be forwardly placed, and I thought that that could play to his advantage, even though. Yeah, he's one for thirty this year. I didn't like his race last time at all. I didn't like he never he never moved. He had every chance and he never never moved. I didn't like that. I'm sorry. I, I don't necessarily see that as a bad race though. Uh, I recognize the fact that he got locked in, didn't really didn't really make an effort to get out, 
and make a move, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily going to hold that against him after having that stop before where he was first over and then just totally tanked. Uh, so to me, that race reads a bit more as a, as a prep, as an exercise uh, for a possibly better race. That doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the case. Uh, I still like the fact this horse was claimed three starts ago. I like the fact that now he draws onto the gate and doesn't start from the second tier, so he at least has an opportunity to get a spot that he could possibly want. Uh, and not only that, I don't, not, not, not necessarily think playing easy is going to be that strong a pace setter, but I also haven't watched how the track's playing. I don't know if the track is necessarily as front-heavy as it was that Saturday. That Saturday was very front-heavy uh, and rail-heavy as well. Uh, but... I, I still think the four is going to be a decent price. I think he's worth using. Uh, he could possibly be two for 31 just as long as he gets the right setup. We see it countless time and time again, those kind of uh, circumstances happening. And, of course, I also use the six, Winsong Kango, who was claimed twice before entering the Alliance claiming series. Uh, was second to Veroy Bayama, who didn't really finish well in the Alliance series, but still was a, was a major horse on that circuit. Uh, this horse was wide chasing to get second. Then last out, I like the fact that he made a first over move, ended up not doing well but was still first over he was bet down to two to one horse had some interest horse drops down from the alliance series then into just a regular climbing race and he definitely has a class advantage on the field just because of that uh, the one thing you'll have to do and i think you'll do is be forwardly placed because from outside posts in the past this horse has put himself into the mix and that's all you really have to do in this race and if anything he may have to go wide but he's also the same as the four where even though he's won a couple times this year he's still been chasing more than he has been passing uh, so it, it necessarily just going to come down to what kind of trip he gets and how good the horse is he definitely seems like if he gets the right chance uh, he could possibly take it uh, but of course these are horses and chaos rules so I'm still 4-6 in the second leg or the third leg of the sequence right the final leg is race number 11 it's the final of the alliance series for $8,500 trotters going a mile on the 16th purse of 12,000 on the line Rod you are confident you are so confident that you could take down this race with a single. Yep, I'm going to single the one here. Uh, perfect draw. This horse sat, sat inside last week. Uh, never got full room to get through there. Um, when this horse finally got out, had, you know, definitely had some pace. Uh, Pat Shepard is in the uh, running for top trainer so uh, i think this one is going to be on full go uh, i expect this horse to leave hard and probably put everybody else in a hole the other one is going to leave is the two the two is making his final career start so i expect no, this he's one in on to sunday be also. Just yeah cool. whiskey's in on sunday that's right he on sunday. yeah so you know with that in mind this horse might just sit the two hole and uh and just hope if he wins, I'm sure he's going to scry it on Sunday. So, uh, you know, the, this is one that I do expect to go out of there uh, enough to to look for a spot, if not the front, and then let the one come back to the front. Uh, with Jay Harris on the one, I, I, I just think this horse is sharp enough right now to win this race, even though he's only two for 26 on the year. Mike, you somewhat agree. You still take the one. However, you find four others to use as well. Yeah, I, I like the one, but I'm not sure that the horse is a single one here, especially off, you know, two fairly easy trips. You know, that, that race two back, 
that was a goofy race that, you know, kind of fell into third. And then last time got a perfect trip to be second. So, I mean, the horse can win, especially with that draw. But I like some others, including the five. Hooray for the winner. Uh, this horse had two bad posts and really no chance the last two races, then broke three back. Uh, you know, this horse is going to be a price and I think needs to be used in the race just because there's the horse is going to be a closer. There's plenty of speed up front. So I'm interested in this one from the back. The six, Callie Magoo, um, has had a couple bad posts. This is Carol, one, uh, that goofy race, two back. Then last time I thought race better than it looks on paper and, and seems to be coming around a little bit. The seven, Elmo Rock Bottom, we got into the massive argument about this one last time when, you know, this horse swept the field. Uh, could break, could win, must use. And then the nine, Riddle We Miss, who I thought was probably the best of them all uh, last time. Really looked good. Uh, you know, crushed that race, was loaded the whole way, gets claimed again. And uh, I'm not crazy about the post, but seven-time winner this year, hard to ignore. One, five, six, Seven nine. Well, I do have to say it looks like a good track for Elmo Rockbottom. That's why I throw him onto the ticket. Not only that, uh, I had the one right to check originally on, but with that scratch, I ended up putting on uh, Elmo Rockbottom just for the fact that he could get a similar setup. And if he gets a similar setup, I feel like he could put on a similar performance. The horse is not necess- he's not necessarily not sharp that sentence made no sense but it still conveyed what i'm trying to say he just needs to stay flat and he could possibly stay flat Uh, however if he tries to gun from an outside post that does leave me to wonder if he will break or not but that's not for me to figure out that's why he's going to be the price he is and that's why he was what four to one last time which mike definitely considered an overlay Uh, i throw on the nine riddle me miss as well i agree with everything mike said the one reason why she's probably not a single is because she has the second tier starting spot uh, she's she was really great last week off the pocket trip, and not only that, she's coming in off of two straight claims in this series, so she's definitely a hot contender just for that reason alone. Uh, but we'll also take a lot of play, not as much from the second tier, but still play nonetheless. The horse I'm really interested though uh, for a possible upset, that I'm surprised none of you guys even considered as the four ties little dream, who two starts back almost beat Coca Joe when she wired the field on that front track in the snow, and then last out. Uh, clearly was just at the rail, didn't really have much to offer, technically already made the final, uh, and just got shuffled out of the mix, got back into contention, ended up finishing fourth, showed the horse is over 31 this year, that's probably why you guys didn't use it, however... One for 59 lifetime, one for 59, and if the horse was going to win, it would have won two back when the horse had stone cold perfectness, still lost. That track was still playing for the front. That, that track was still playing towards the front. Here's the thing. That horse was O for something at a certain point before he won. Before she won, excuse me. And all it takes is the right setup. He got the right, She got the right setup two starts before. But I'm also saying in this final, she is, she is potentially the chance to get that kind of setup again. And it's at this point where she's going to be a good price. And for that reason alone, it, to me, it seems like why shouldn't I use her? Just because she has some good trips coming into this race. She's shown some good form. Tossed that last race. She could possibly win a second race of her career here, and she's going to be a great price. And with that, I'm 479. Anything can really win that race. So uh, it's just, it's hard to take one for 60s against horses that have won 34 races, 59 races. I mean, that's. You know, that's a big difference. Well, I mean, the only thing that's hard about it is that you take it into consideration. I can understand mm-hmm. why that would be hard then. Yeah. 
all that said, one thing a note too, I forgot that the one right to check was scratched when I was fixing the tickets. So Rod's ticket on the graphic, uh, the cost is incorrect. It should be for seven horses in the third leg, not eight. Uh, so we could probably we could give you an updated price on that momentarily. However, my pick for yeah, exactly. yeah. my pick for for twenty cents goes the one three eight with the one two three with the four six with the four seven nine. Again, that's one three eight with the one two three with the four six with the four seven nine. That's ten dollars and eighty cents for twenty cents. I think. Uh, Mike, what's your ticket? Uh, I had a scratch at two in the first leg, so I'm one five eight with one two three with three six eight. With the one five six seven nine, so that's three by three by four, thirty six dollars. I right. think it should be thirty six. You end up not wanting to substitute yeah. the one in that lag. And then Rod, your ticket. Oh, Pinky Tuscadero just scratched too. Uh, twenty seven. I'm sorry, twenty seven dollars. Yeah. All with one six with all with one twenty two. 40 for 20 cents. I already played it. No. Nah, it, it's different now because Pinky scratched out of the first leg and then right mm-hmm. the checks out of the third leg. So you got seven here and seven in that one. So that's going to be 140, 280, 280 times seven. If I pull up my calculator, that's going to be a long, long time. 1960. That's not. Oh, yeah, 1960. That's what your ticket is. $19.60. Good there, you have back at least uh, yep that's correct 11 minutes to post there 11 minutes 11 minutes to go there currently the favorite on the board as we expected is the eight bagel is at eight to five second choice then is the five kind of like at five to two uh, but then again mike used us so what mine horse that's right third choice then at three to one is the two style snapshot <clears throat> As again, we have 11 minutes to post time there. Wide open race. Wide open race. Uh, I think nah. if the eight gets away, that the the race could be a little less wide open. But yeah. That's just my opinion. I'm surprised here that Miss Brandy K is currently 10 to 1. However, she is moving up that's the class. Fine. That's probably the only reason why she's not taking any play. But that's not necessarily a bad price. She doesn't really like to win very much either, though. I mean, Still could be a good horse underneath. Sure. Emerald Rihanna's thirteen to one. one. Emerald Rihanna's thirteen to one too. Huh. That's strange. Strange betting board. That's probably gonna adjust as time moves. Oh yeah, forward. it'll change. Well, yeah, of course it's gonna change because everyone's gonna start betting money. When they start betting money, that's when the odds go. Currently, a hundred thirty-nine dollars in the win pool, so I think you know might have a few more dollars, but. For those of you that were watching the video stream, my illustration of uh, the betting board was, in fact, my arms moving back and forth. However, over the air, it just sounded like a really rad bass solo. So I just wanted to make that distinction. Oh, okay. well, we're live mm-hmm. on video, live on radio, SRN1. That's correct. Live on uh, SRN1 at 148.ca backslash one. We are live on Periscope at Nahu Picks. We are live on YouTube on the Rod Allen's channel. We are live on Facebook, both from Nahu Picks and your account, Rod? On Facebook? I think just mine. Just yours. Just, so if you're friends with Rod Allen's Jr. on Facebook, first off, how is it possible you're not? Second off, it's live there. <laughs> there's 2,000 of you. There's 2,000 of you. You ought to be watching by now. That's a lot. That's a lot. of. That's way more followers than I would have. Of course, I tend to make people angry on social media, so I don't, you know, I mean, 
Yeah, you're also the worst. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I mean, there's a reason why nobody follows me. Our uh, our live streams are only possible because of our sponsor, Brian Brown Stable. I want to thank them. Mm-hmm. They uh, there's Trainer. a reason that we are able we are able to do the live streams. So mm-hmm. we want to thank them. And we also want to congratulate them on uh, winning the yes. Trainer of the Year as well as uh, Good Guy of the Year. Yeah. Congrats, Brian. Jen, the whole stable, everybody there. And w- I think every employee in that stable is friends with me on Facebook, by the way. So congrats to all you guys. That's that's an that's an important anecdote for that. <laughs> you somehow had something to do with it. <laughs> no, but ah. at least I'm friends with him. <laughs> Uh, the the thing that I have to add to that is just the fact that uh, we're able to get support like that from people within the industry uh, just goes to show both uh, what kind of support we have in the industry going forward as well as just the recognition that we, we deserve to give to people for recognizing us as uh, worthy enough to be able to get a little bit of help in there to try and boost the product in whatever way we can. And it's certainly in whatever way we can, judging by the lengths that I go to just to try and put on a show. Yes, without you, this would never happen, right? <laughs> I know you see three people on the screen right now. However, I am six of them. So the betting, yes. bo- <laughs> the betting board... He is the boss, you have to admit. He is the boss. <laughs> Somebody told me that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I've said this many times. I just ooze intimidation towards people. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. It, it's really the often pacing yeah. jacket. The often pacing jacket makes me look super buff, or at least more buff than usual, especially when I. I don't, I don't know that anybody thinks buff. You, know. you and buff in the same sentence doesn't even make sense. I mean, you're a little more buff than Rod, who is about the skinniest human being I've ever seen, besides my daughter, but. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is Rod can somehow eat 30 pancakes. 30? I'm rounding up. Yeah. It's probably like 10. I'm <laughs> rounding up. <laughs> and Rod, of course, just takes that wherever he can. I know. I know. Oh, I've actually done it. I know when I'm filling out my resume, I, I totally nixed the fact that I was nominated for the Breakthrough Award a couple of years ago and this year. Uh, and I would just put on the fact that I can eat more than 30 pancakes. Well, I think that next year you'll finally break through because they've they've broken through everybody else. So, you know, you you might as well get it next year. I mean, if you don't, Rod will. I mean, that's just, you know. <laughs> I, don't even, I want Rick to have that. Well, I mean, if I really want to break through, I guess the persona I could take on next year is just the Kool-Aid man. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, I know. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't mean to give Seth MacFarlane that kind of plug just because he has enough money, and and we barely have any. We don't have any at all. Well, that's because Rod spent it all on those pancakes. Five minutes to post. <laughs> Western fa- and the equipment, but mostly the pancakes. No, I spent it all on this right here. Oh, right there. 
I can't now see. Now available. Now available. Right there. And then there. Did you just say Nahu available? Because that there's a very that's a very Ray Catolo pun. Mm, indeed. I I take credit for it. I I have become the butt of many jokes from what I have learned. And I, yes. I, that's just yeah. that's just a sign. Your, your name just pops up everywhere. <laughs> I mean, when you tweet the date every day, you're just bound to be caught up in time somehow. <clears throat> Which, of course, that's time where we also plug uh, our show on Twitter, at NA Harness Update. You could also uh, like us on Facebook, North American Harness Update. Coming into 2018, we're going to try and be a lot more involved online. Going to take the new year and the new season as a... As a stepping stone to moving forward and trying to branch out uh, the North American Hollis Update brand and also going to plug January 19th at the Meadows. We will be doing a live show with post time starting at 5.30. We're going to be covering their Night of Champions, covering the ceremonies for their 2017 uh, award winners, for lack of a better term, as well as just handicapping the card as the program goes on, get some interviews here and there with people and horsemen and other people that may or may not be horsemen even the horses themselves if they're willing to come up uh, into the grandstand uh, but the thing i'm most looking forward to is uh, the heat after being at hoosier park and not yes, the they're heat. actually setting us up inside this time they're not relegating us to the porch we will be inside which just means we gotta be a little bit louder than we already are or at least that i, I don't am think we help there I'm bringing a speaker. I, I will be bringing us that way. Everybody can hear us. Yes. I think God knows people want to hear Rod. You two need a speaker. I need a megaphone. Hear me. Rod, <laughs> Rod and audio is like, you know, he's the master. You're the boss of audio, Rod. Why? Because I paid for it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. if that, <laughs> Don't make me the boss. <laughs> Raise the tech guy here, not me. Uh, I, that's a weird way to say the talent, but I appreciate whatever kind of sentiments I can get and accolades I can no, get. No, I meant tech. Still, still, I think you're misspelling talent, mispronouncing it too. I understand just because yeah. just because yeah. I come from a different dialect that it, it might translate differently. But I'm pretty sure we still speak the same yeah, language. Yeah, you do translate it a lot differently. I, I'm, I'm still almost certain we speak the same language. I've, I, of course, people yeah, say I'm like, so. from a totally different planet, and we could speak a different language there. But last I checked, it's Elizabethan English, because all, all hail the Queen. Not, not like uh, the band Queen. However, we do appreciate the music that they made. Not so much anymore. We're more asking why are they still around? Kind, kind of overstaying their welcome, really. <clears throat> I, I like Queen. I, I, yeah, strong queen. I didn't say what a hater. How can you not like Queen? Did I say I said they're overstaying their welcome? There's a difference. You between... said why are they still around? Yeah, they've got more money I than know, us because they're one of the greatest rock bands to ever put foot on a stage. Maybe that's why. Did I say yes. that they wrote bad songs? No, I just said they're kind of overstaying their welcome. Hmm. They're not. That's like saying Springsteen is no good anymore. Well, I was just about to say that, but you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Something wrong with you. you well, he's young. You have to remember that. 
Yeah, well, you don't. Uh, I'm trying. Geez. I'm trying to tread on new grounds. I'm trying to break new grounds. The, the guy literally. He literally had two hundred fifty thousand people at Tioga Downs. What was that? Three, four years ago. A little, little longer than that, but two hundred fifty thousand. Rod. He had a half a million yes. people. <laughs> Do you? Ti- Tioga Downs can only <laughs> hold like thirty people. <laughs> He probably had like he had fifty people there, and you say it's two fifty thousand. That's that's ridiculous. How many pancakes can you eat, Rod? Sixty. He he was literally in the infield doing his show, and people were out past the parking lot. They crowded the entire racetrack, the grandstands, and behind the grandstands. That's how many people there were. Well, that seems really inconvenient when they're racing that night, too. How do the horses get around? They weren't racing. They weren't <laughs> racing. It was the middle of the summer. They were jumping over them. Or running over them. It's one of the, there's only two options. All right, next time we talk to Jeff Corral, he was there. He had front row tickets <laughs> for the concert. Imagine that. Well, but, the fact that he owns a track probably helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Rod was insinuating, except, uh, I mean, he got front row tickets. So I hope he enjoyed the show. I just wouldn't enjoy the show. No, we're going to ask him how many people were there. You're not a fan of Springsteen? Not a fan of Springsteen. Especially mm. considering I am the boss, from what I've heard. Indeed, I, I, that's true. <laughs> I mean, not Springsteen level yet, you know, but. Mm. Well, you got to take a while. Wa- <laughs> it takes a couple of steps to get to E. Uh, it takes like step A, step B, step C, and so on before you can get to E Street level. Mm-hmm. Bossity. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the term. I haven't studied American enough to really understand the dialect fully. But again, same language. I speak the same language. And people, mm. people ask me why. Why do I sound so funny? I'm just speaking the language that we all speak. Well, not all okay. of us. Because there, there's some Italians, there's some French, there's some Spanish, there's some Portuguese. But Portuguese is kind of like Spanish, and Italian is kind of like Spanish and Portuguese. And, and Fr- French is French is something. Is, I, why don't we ever talk about racing? Like, what are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about, like, Portuguese and... <laughs> what, 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 are we, what are we doing? What we're doing is waiting for the post parade here for the 8th at Western Fex. They're coming onto the track right now. 4 to 5 here on the 8th big list. Big odds change. Big odds change. She's do- she's down to an even stronger favorite this time around. Second choice, then it nine to two is the two style snapshot. The five kind of like us floated up to five to one. Miss Brandy Cade from ten to one down to six to one. Emerald Rihanna is the longest shot on the board. Hmm. Huh. That's a little strange. I just want a price. Yeah, I would too if I had them all. I tried that earlier. It didn't work out. I don't think it's ever worked out once for you guys. Oh, please. It's worked out for me plenty. Well, at least I'm saying at Western Fair. Sometimes it does. We haven't had any luck with it the last couple of weeks, but then again, it's also been a very chalky sequence the last couple of weeks. Yeah. When, when the, when the yeah. pick force pay $8, I probably are not, I'm not going to win that. Just, you know, a thought. I'm not going to win that. Just the way it is. Everyone who's listening out there uh, who has ever hit an $8 pick four, just know that when you're cashing that money, Mike does not have that equal amount of money. I do not. (laughs) So if you're willing to donate the $8 you won from the pick four to Mike Prebozzi, please send it to the Nahu P.O. Box. 
1604. I don't remember the address. Because I'm likely never to get a job, really, the way I, you know, the way I am. It's very unlikely. So I need that eight. <laughs> Some people might say you are eight, too. Uh, but we don't check that P.O. box a lot, actually. So chances are, whatever's in there has really started to stink up the place and made it more a B.O. box. Thank you, ladies and gents. Wow. That's my time. Brutal. <laughs> Uh, so, Rod, I got to ask you, because you you really saw this race as wide open. I understand you talked about it a bit before uh, when we were going through the pick four, but convince me why you think Big Liz is not going to be as prominent a factor as you feel. Well, I like Big Liz, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and think the horse is going to get her own way on the front because mm-hmm. she's not she's got the second tier her last two wins were on the front end yeah she's a good horse but you know this this is the type of race that she can definitely lose just because of where she's starting a race mm-hmm. i mean that that's really my main factor there uh i do think she's good enough it, I mean, obviously she's good enough, but, you know, there's other horses in here that can win and can win at a price. You know, Ginger's a, a good example. From both seven. first over last week and still won. Yeah, but the problem is that wasn't last week. That was like a month ago. It was December 8th. It was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But if you remember that race, I used this horse in that race. Ah, I don't remember what you bet usually, but, you know. I forget well, he I lost sometimes. And it was a big last half, and I did not expect her to keep going. And she Here's just, what I see when I see her. This is what I see when I look at her program, okay? This is her last five post positions. Two, two, one, two, one. Those, are very, those are very low now, numbers. Now next to her, it's seven. So I'm not too interested in going from one, two, 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 one to seven. It's six, technically. Especially whenever. You only won, you know, one of those races. So can't she win? Yeah. Off three weeks and moving outside? Okay, fine. You can beat me. That's why you're 12 to 1. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I just really like the fact that Emerald Rion is the longest shot on the board right now. That's very appealing to me. That's a good price on her. Yeah. I mean, that's that's decent. 20 to one's too I mean, big on that one. Why are you so anti-7 here? Because... If you look back six starts ago, this one drew outside, got away six, where she's going to get away here, and just barely got beat at 23-1. to one. That's fine, but that was a six-horse field. Uh, that was a different night, a different setup. and She's been blowing decent setups the last couple weeks. Now, she did win last time, but I don't like the layoff for one. I don't like the post for two. She's not going to be anywhere near the front. You're right. She's going to have to come from last, and that's really hard to do at this place. So if she beats me, fine. I mean, I just, I'm not interested. And with all that, they're lining up here for the first leg of this pick four sequence. Big list from the second tier now up to seven to five. Second choice at five to two. The five kind of like a third choice at four to one. The two. Style snapshot. Scratch down to a field of seven, six on the gate, one in behind for the first leg of this pick four in motion approaching the start. 
Off and pacing with Miss Brandy K to the inside, leaving out Emerald Rihanna too from the far outside. Then comes Alfie Carroll and kind of like her as they move around the first turn. Now she ducks back a touch as Ms. Brandy K emerges on the lead, kicks away to about two and a quarter advantage. On Emerald Rihanna, parked out by Style Snapshot as they move around their first bend and into the back straight. Big Liss is out and moving now towards third, moving up towards second, is up to challenge the lead of Ms. Brandy K as they pace onto that opening quarter. Then it's back then to kind of like her in front of Ginger and Solid Queen. 28 seconds that opening clip as they move around the far bend. Big Liss, the favorite, kicks away to a two and a quarter advantage on Ms. Brandy K. Second, Emerald Rihanna stocks them from third. Fourth, then Style Snapshot as they turn into the straight first time. Fifth, then back to kind of Laika in front of Ginger. Solid Queen remains the trailer as they come on through the straight and onto the half mile point. Big Liss. Big list in front, coasting unchallenged in front of Ms. Brandy K. Second, two lengths in behind. Emerald Rihanna's third, beginning to tip a touch to the outside on her back then style snapshot. Out and moving comes Solid Queen, now flushing out Emerald Rihanna as they move past the half, 57 and 2. Into the club, in the back stretch now in front here. Big list still unchallenged. Emerald Rihanna out and moving from third up towards second, coming up to challenge the leader on to three quarters. Inside then Ms. Brandy K. Locked in second over Solid Queen. Queen shuffled back to fifth style snapshot third over sixth kind of like a ginger is the trailer on to three quarters big list under pressure outside Emerald Rihanna's only a half length behind Ms. Brandy K drops back to the inside of solid Queen who's now within two lengths of the front kind of like her then behind that in fifth beginning to circle wide as they turn to the top of the lane big list the one to catch Emerald Rihanna's right at her throat and on there back comes solid Queen into the stretch Emerald Rihanna emerges in front solid Queen to the center Dropping back, Big List, and splitting horses late style snapshot. The line's coming, and it's Solid Queen getting by. Solid Queen off the trip, goes up to win from Emerald Rihanna, then style snapshot for third. It was so close. So close. So close. With a 14 to 1. I'm live. Rod's the only one that's live. Well, I, I would hope so, since you had them all. I'm live. No kidding. <laughs> Junk. Nobody's got a case of the Mondays. I'm live. I had them all live. I got it. <laughs> Come on. Rod, I'm going to need to ask for those TPS reports after that one. <laughs> that was like a day. We're sitting at the, at the craps thing. At the... <laughs> he wins like three bucks. He's like, you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> We were at Hoosier at the casino, and we were screwing around at, like, an electronic craps machine, and we were mm -hmm. playing, and, you know, Rod hit a bet. I think it paid, what, it pay like, six bucks or something, Rod? He's like, yeah. yeah. He pulled up one of his, yeah. And I just lost it. It was hilarious. Oh, man. Well, if I can... That's hard to have that horse. I, jeez. Yeah. Oh, boy. That, Not that, my cat. I, I, the three still raced really well. I'm still, I'm still pleased with that race, even though I lost. I can see the three. I can't see the four. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, even though four was nine to two, though, I mean, I think that horse is going to play four. bigger in the in the multis there. Mm -hmm. I have a big four list. It's easy to hit. It's going to hit the all button. Yeah. yeah but I, who who is? I, who I, must I, always <laughs> hit the all button. I didn't see the race that way. <laughs> You should have just went all with all with all with all. I mean, you could have had the super high five then a couple of weeks you're ago. You're laugh. 
Damn alive. By the way, that four out of five in the Meadowlands pick five paid $137. Yes. How I much is that. the carryover? Not, not 7900 Oh, no, it hit. Like it oh. Yeah, I know it, it hit. It hit for 31000 Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't been watching the Meadowlands. I've been too busy getting ready for the season finale. Because uh-uh. of how much I care about this show. I just took a really, really bad beat in race nine, but that's neither here nor there. Or anyway, Not really. as bad as Rod's, but bad enough. Well, later on in the show, we're actually going to give Rod a very furious beating. Uh, so if you want to stay tuned for that, uh, you're going to get the audio of it, though, because we're going off video. At least I think we're going off video, if that's if I'm correct. Yep. All right. Well, with all that said, we want to thank everyone that joined in over the video stream. That's been hour one of this season finale. And we're heading into Hour 2. In Hour 2, we're going to talk about the late pick 4 from the Meadowlands racetrack, as well as Sunday's late pick 4 from Western Fen. Again, that's Saturday's late pick 4 at the Meadowlands. And if you're listening, if you're watching on video, you can head over to 148.ca backslash 1, hit listen, and can catch that conversation. You could also catch the archive of the show when it goes up tomorrow. But as for that, we're going to get well, ready. We're doing a uh, little extra after, the, after tonight's show. It is correct. A little extra. You Kyle Expo, Expo. Late, pick. late pick four, 30,000 guaranteed. Uh, so we've been doing our little extras the past couple weeks on Periscope. So we'll be back for video around 11 uh, to do tonight's pick four from Kyle Expo. Probably a little later than that, and that's mostly my fault. However, <clears throat> uh, we have one hour. We'll get it done. They're only on race two right now, so yeah. we got a little while to hit race eight. So it should be fine. And from there, we have one hour to go for... The 2017 season of one of the most eventful North American Harness Update seasons in the history of the show. And stay tuned for more about that as we continue on this season finale adventure. North American Harness Update on SRN1. Or not on SRN1 if you're listening on Archive. More after this.
Philippong and Woodbridge. Kipling Avenue in Woodbridge has been reopened after a single car collision. Police say a car struck a hydro pole on Kipling just north of Highway 7 before noon on Thursday, which may have necessitated an eight-hour closure. No injuries were reported, though it is unknown if the crash had caused a minor power outage in nearby homes. Peel police are looking for witnesses after a variety store robbery in Brampton. Three men armed with a gun robbed the seven-star convenience store on here, Ontario, and Conservation Drive on Thursday morning. Officers and a police dog came to the scene as they believe they got away southbound on here, Ontario, probably with a vehicle. Anyone with information is urged to contact Peel Regional Police or Peel Crime Stoppers anonymously. Police are warning drivers to clear off snow off their vehicle's roofs. This comes after a Toronto firefighter filmed a tractor trailer with a noticeable snowbank on Highway 400 in King Township. A York Regional Police spokesperson who also served as a traffic cop says commercial drivers may face fines or charges if they don't clean their vehicles. Loblaw Companies Limited, which appears to own the trailer based on its livery, says their protocol also requires snow and ice to be removed from the top of the trucks. Not very warm. Pearson minus 13, North minus 15. That's the forecast. And I'll have more updates for New Year's weekend. For now, I'm Philip Hong. Happy New Year. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more North American Harness Update. Uh, here I am. I am mean and not nice, and I've said it twice. I've said it so twice. Hard. And Mike certainly is as well. Rod is the cuddly whisker of the entire group. Uh, if, and if anyone would want to cuddle up into bed and watch a couple of Nicholas Sparks movies, I'm pretty sure you'd want to do it with Rod. Indeed. And that's you not... just want to cuddle up to get in bed with me, that's all. Uh, that's, uh, that's not... I was trying to make it a little more classy than that, <laughs> for, uh, for your sake. <laughs> I might have to mess around with this late pick three at London since I'm out of the pick four. And you probably just used uh, the horses that you had on those last three legs, I'd assume? Uh Yes, good assumption. All right. Well, Rod's the only one alive. He's the only one that could possibly be alive just because he had all of them. Uh, that doesn't actually know because we could have had some of the horses that he had. But no matter what, he was going to be alive after that first leg. And I couldn't have had that horse, so, yeah. yeah. He... Rod, Rod was very proud of that. Uh, proud that the all button finally worked after, what was it, like two months we've been doing Western Fair? Good job, Rod. The, it was the first yeah, time I was going to get through my, uh, my uh, chalk legs. That was a tough yeah. race. Yeah, it was a really fun race. Horses were coming from everywhere. And I think you could see a lot more of that uh, when there's snow showers, uh, just because that's usually when the chaos ensues. It is when the inclement weather is coming in. Uh, well, or actually, no, that's, that's all total cl- uh, climate. Because, you know, the only reason it's really cold right now is because of the climate. And we need more of that climate change. <clears throat> to be coming our way because we're so clever that that's how it works. What did Trump say? We needed more global warming this week? Yeah, he said it again because, you know, he's just, he's a man of quips. He's got a cunning writing team of him, himself, and he. Co- yeah. Coming up with all of the wonderful wit. Yeah, they're they're, the they're wit. all that whole group right there. They're pretty witty, aren't they? All three of them occupying that one large body. That one large, healthy body. <laughs> Meadowlands Pick 4, we'll be talking about now. Uh, while uh, the London Pick 4 is going, we'll interject whenever Western Fair is going. This Meadowlands Pick 4 starts with race number 8, as it does each and every week, ever since the 
in the implementation of the survival wager, which uh, we I want to give applaud to Rod because he almost hit it. He almost hit it yesterday, and that's way more than I've ever come. He's come close, and Rod, you're getting so close to actually hitting it. I believe that you might be able to knock it out this week, and both the very least tomorrow. I did hit it one time for like seventy bucks. Was the one time I hit Him and everybody it, I split with half of planet earth yeah if only half of planet earth was betting harness races then then i might not even have to be here right now uh, but unfortunately that's not the case because you see all the droves of people that have just come I, in i have by the way i have adjusted my survivor bet style as to how they've been playing out you, you front so, load it you front load it don't you well, that's what I used to do. Ah, so how do you play now? I'm not telling anybody because I want to hit it for myself. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait to be a handicapper why, why on a handicapping why, why show. Well, why now everybody's going to wonder. I, I'm, I'm trying something new. What is it, Rod? I'm not telling you. No, your damn business. Figure it out yourself. When you say you're trying something new, I just expect to look for syringes around your apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hit that for myself. I ain't giving that out. Are you kidding me? Well, I feel like as a public handicapper, you could at least you could hint us. That's better strategy. than giving it out but not playing it, Rod. So good, good for you. Hey. <laughs> my, 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 public hint would be. Hit the all button somewhere. Oh, Rod's going all somewhere in a pick 10. <laughs> you. you know what that means? At a certain point, he will be live. He's hitting it in the first race, usually. Yeah. You know, kind of like the pick four. <laughs> well, it's a pick nine, then, from there. Yeah, really. He's cut it down to a pick nine, which is a good strategy. Well, here, I stop there. Here's the thing, though. You, if you do that, you have to key somewhere else mm-hmm. unless you're getting a bunch of partners on the ticket which isn't a bad idea now do these well, do these partners have to be romantic partners or can they just be regular partners no you don't you don't want to have no. wagering partners and romantic partners mingled together it doesn't end well or it makes for a really great sitcom Kevin can wait now on CBS. This Meadowlands pick, that's not what that show's about at all. $13,000 uh, pace starts off the pick four. No one's 11005 in the last five starts. Uh, we got nine of them lining up here. Uh, I'm going to send it off to you, Rod, to start just because I don't know what Mike's ticket is. I don't know how deep he goes, but I, I, I can assume. I'm going to take a guess right Mike, right now. I'm going to guess how much your ticket costs, and you got to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Go ahead. 72. Yeah. I knew it. It's almost always seventy-two, and that's how much rods is as well. So that's kind of that's not interesting at all. That's that's just predictable. We shouldn't be predictable. We sh- we should be unpredictable, because then people w- won't expect. I could have went a lot deeper, actually. I I really probably could have doubled this ticket. Very Mike, you could yeah, always go a lot deeper. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> right. He's he's always wishing he can go deeper. Right. Oh, I right. I took us down a very poor rabbit hole. No, I, no, I think, did you notice though? I did not take the bait. Good for you. <laughs> I, 
good. This is the new me. <laughs> this is well behaved me. <laughs> I'm so proud. I feel like I feel like I, the dad. I, I feel like a dad that's holding his newborn goth son who's finally found the love of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean it's, it's unbelievable <laughs> how godlike I am right now. <laughs> well, you know how about to start us off then? Tell us about this first leg of this pick four. Forget you, Rod. Oh, I, I thought it was Rod. Now it's me. I said it's you now. Forget Rod. Okay. Uh, numbers of 11-5. Same uh, Who's talking? Me or you? I just was. Well, now oh, you're not. Okay. Mike, it's your turn. Uh, four deep to start, starting with McClinchy. Somebody taught me how to say that last week. Uh, the one who I thought closed well last time in a really tough race. Had no chance from where it was off a drop. Draws inside again and hopefully gets a little bit better of a setup. So I think that, you know, this week could be a little different and, and should be ignored from, you know, uh, this spot was close to six to one last time. I'm expecting double that. The three, Mr. D's Dragon. Uh, this horse raced decently. Numbers of 15,000 at Philly from outside post the last two. Uh, prior to that one, and numbers of 7,500 at two to five. Three back. Gets the big track here and is capable, I would think, especially from closer to the pace than the horse has been. Uh, the four, oh, Johnny, be good. Uh, this horse, you know, came, actually, I, I think, faced better last time, numbers of 11.5. Uh, you know, last two races in the slop. Prior to that, one numbers of 10,000 at Yonkers. And, you know, American Primetime, All-Star Partner, those are better horses than a lot of these have been facing. I like the starting slot. I like the 27-2 and two kicker last time. And I think could be in the mix at a price. And then the eights. Uh, speed again. This is Burke Callahan, who you know won six races last weekend. Um, this horse has a chance, also. J- just connections. Face Mount Murray Beach, too low. Always at my place. All very nice horses. So I would consider this a drop. Also, uh, does have the outside posts, but that twenty-six and three last time, you know, looms large on this page. So one, four, eight, and three. I feel like with that four horse, uh, you could might as well just call him Oh Mikey Be Good with how this show's going. Oh yeah, forget Johnny. Being good. It's Mikey's being yeah. great. <laughs> Rod, you're th- you're four deep in this race. Talk about that. Uh, I'll start with the two American Venture. Good qualifier. Uh, first time free legged. I thought he was pretty good in that qualifier. Uh, you know, obviously wasn't Brett Miller's choice here, but. I, I do like this horse. <clears throat> very, very fast horse. Uh, it's kind of hit or miss sometimes, but I think the the move to the big track might be his forte now. He's getting a little bit older, so I, I think this is uh, kind of the way he's going to start turning back on the positive side. The three, Mr. D's Dragon, was Brett Miller's choice. Had perfect last week. You know, pretty uh, good fractions. Well, it was two weeks ago, but pretty good fractions over there at uh, Philly. And comes back to the big track. This horse is plenty capable and, you know, uh, is a 10-time winner in 48 starts. So it's tough not to use this I'm gonna one. I'm going to have to interject. They're going to the gate at London. So hold your thoughts. 
because they're at the start right now for this ninth race at Western Fair. Now they are off and pacing. Finale seals to gap the start. American Legend of the Inside leaves out, as does Better Art. And from the center, I don't want to be friends. They move around their first turn. First Art down, rather, is wide of our navigators. They move into the back straight at the inside. Then comes Finale seals to catching the field. And fifth, sixth, then I don't want to be friends in front of Shipping Out. And Better Be Said is towards the back of the field as they move on to the opening quarter. American Legend leads a Better Art by a length and three quarters. Wide still. First art down is first over. Now tucking to the inside in front of our navigator in fourth. Fifth then tipping to the outside. Comes better be said through a 29-2 opening quarter. Shipping out is actually moving wide around that turn through the snow and through the fog. American legend now challenged by shipping out. 3-2 second choice up to the leader's wheel as they move into the straight first time. Better odds to the inside third. And up on that flow, second over. I don't want to be friends to the inside then. Comes first art down, followed by our navigator towards the back. It is better be said and finale sealster towards the rear. Half went 59-4. and four. American legend still leads into that clubhouse bench, shipping out. Drops back a touch wide of better art to the inside, now taking second. Inside fourth, then first art down, locked in as I don't want to be friends as cop behind shipping out, dropping back into the back straight. Then locked in our navigator by better be said wide of him as they move on to three quarters. American legend uncontested once more, leads by two and a quarters, expanding that lead over better art. Three deep comes I don't want to be friends now to take third to the inside. First art downs, gapping in fourth, shipping outs, dropping out of contention. Three quarters up in 128 and Four, round the final bend. American Legend leads. Better Art trying to chase. I don't want to be friends back third. Then it's about another three then to first Art down with the rest of the field as they turn for home. American Legend, the odds on choice, leads Better Art to the outside, lunging late as they come on down to the line. American Legend, Better Art to the outside. The line is coming. Better Art's drifting and American Legend is winning. He wins by a length. Of a better Art than I don't want to be friends third. Shipping out. Held on for fourth and 158 and three. Still alive. Still alive with a three to five favorite. Good on you for being able to take uh, two. How about the two coming off that turn? I mean, it looked like he got a run and then mm -hmm. drifted right in the middle of the racetrack. Yeah. Go figure. So you were saying, Rod, in the first leg of the pick four at the Meadowlands. You could also just restart. Um, I so I started with the two, three. The five is my next horse. Uh, this horse raced well last time. Uh, just sat inside, fast fractions, and, you know, that that was a pretty good race. Uh, I think anything coming out of that that race is, is decent. Uh, and this horse closed in 26-4, and four, so you got to take note of this one. And uh, I think he's got a big shot. He should be able to, to find a good spot in this race. And then the eight, uh, like Mike said, uh, it's Callahan and Burke. Callahan's been on fire at the Meadowlands. We know this horse is good enough. I mean, he's got a mark of 48-1. and one, So, uh, last week, good race. Come home 26-3. and three. three starts back. Come home 26-2. and two. So, this horse has a, a big late kick. He should be following some cover. Uh, you know, he does have a little bit of gate speed where he can get out of there if he needs to. But in, in this type of race, I don't think he needs to go. I think there's uh, plenty of opportunity from the back here. So two, three, five, eight for me. I take uh, inside horses in this first leg uh, three deep. 
with the one McClinchy to start off. Uh, over that sloppy track, was shuffled out of the mix, then came back light to finish fourth. I'm giving him a bit of a mulligan just because it was a sloppy track. Uh, and that horse probably could come home a bit better than 29 seconds, especially off those circumstances. It was also set up by a fast pace and the race collapsing altogether. Uh, he's going to be a bit of a price here just because everyone else is coming in 27 and change and the times just aren't appealing. However, horse draws the rail again. He could get a similar trip and he's probably better than that line shows. Uh, Mr. D's dragging the three. Horse dropping down in class from Harris, Philadelphia. Ships in. Draws well. Should be forwardly placed. Not much more to say about that one. He's going to take a lot of money. And then uh, we talked about, oh, Johnny, be good. At least uh, Mike did, and I agree with this horse. He's the third one I'm using. Uh, kicked home well over that sloppy track to finish fourth, coming in with 27 and change. Before that was the favorite at Yonkers, uh, winning against similar company from post five. Draws towards the center of the track again. Uh, should be in a much closer spot. Maybe not, but either way, still had a good enough kick. Well, that might not necessarily matter. Horse is going to be a great price too, most likely. One, three, four for me in the first leg of that sequence. Second leg. It's so race number nine. That was a fifteen thousand dollars in the last five starts. Plus a seventeen five on the line. Now, Mister Godlike Mickey Michael, as I just called you now for some reason. Uh, how how how'd you approach this race? I think it's a tough race. So I'm looking at the droppers. Uh, the one Macintosh. Uh, this horse race numbers of twenty thousand at Yonkers, and then racing the preferred last time from the eight hole against Soto, who just blasted that field in a really fast time. Really had no chance, even though this horse got away and kind of you know tried to keep up. They went 54 to the half, and this horse dropped anchor then uh, in the slop. I, I think a, this is a little bit of a drop here and should get a better setup. Hopefully, doesn't have to chase that wicked pace, and uh, I think will be better. Uh, the five, Big Jer. I thought Big Jer raced very well last time from the 10 hole. I didn't really give him much of a chance from the outside post, and you know, this horse surprised me i mean it was was huge in the stretch came flying uh, to win i think with a bad trip now you know gets a similar type field with a few droppers in it uh, if he's as good as he was last week even though he loses marone i think he could be good at a price and then the six uh ponytail boy this horse drops from preferreds also and in this horse faced uh you know Christian Me Soto last two races prior to that one and hours of eleven five at twenty three to one. So this horse is sharp, you know, good final quarters. Uh, seven time winner this year gets a little bit of a drop. Should get a little bit of a setup. Uh, you know, it's a tough race. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go, but I'm one five six. Mike is one five six. If you were not paying attention, kind of like I was. So thank you for that reminder, Mike. Uh, Rod. You are not one five six. No, I go four six eight here. Uh, the four I like gets Corey Callahan. Uh, had no chance from where he was last week, even with the fast fractions. I mean, it, it was too tough to close from way back there. Uh, this one, you know, definitely a horse that you have to use. In uh, in my opinion, making his third start in the U.S. This horse is only going to improve off of that effort. So, uh, you know, even being on the sloppy track, I think this one is looking for a big race tomorrow. The six point to boy, uh, you know, Mike touched on this one. Billy Dobson has actually been really hot at the Meadowlands this week. Uh, Anthony, <clears throat> excuse me, Anthony Napolitano. All right. 
isn't driving this one tomorrow, so uh, but does drop out of the preferreds. This one's definitely got a big shot, and you know probably going to be the favorite. Uh, the eight bullet Bob driver change from Steve Smith to Andy Miller uh, does jump up a touch, but I thought that was a good race, and and this horse has shown he's capable of winning in a fast mile as well. And Andy Miller's won on this horse in the past, so four, six, eight. How, who do we appreciate? Not the eight. I don't like the eight. I take the four and the six. I also take the two, Odd History. Uh, I think he's going to get a good trip. He's up against a bunch that's moving up in class somewhat, like Bullet Bob, Big Jack. Uh, don't really think that they're of this company. Better's Western, too, to an extent. McIntosh probably belongs at this level. A bunch of horses... Just kind of floating around the class ladder makes me think Art History, who's had a history of racing well at this level, has a bit of an advantage on him just because of that. Uh, last out, totally tossed that race, was drafting behind a hot pace, gave in, so what? I don't really care. Before that, also was somewhat flat over a track that was favoring more the center of the track, if you were going to come from off the pace than the rail. Uh, then you got to look three starts back before his first even decent start at this level. Moving up in class, came on 26 and changed to finish second to always at my place, who would definitely take a lot of money against this group. And with that said, he's probably going to be a bit of a price just because his last two starts were so lackluster. And that could only mean two things. It could mean that he could bounce this time around because he has the form to definitely win this race, or maybe he is digressing and he'll lose. However, we're, we're hoping for the former of those. Uh, the former Macmillan, I definitely like. Uh, third start out here. Should be closer. If not, came home well. Could be in a good spot. And Ponita Boy definitely can use the class relief. Two, four, six in the second leg. Third leg is race number 10. It's an almost 8,500 in the last five starts. Plus 11,000 on the line. Uh, this was a really strange race for me to handicap because of all the horses dropping in class. And most of these horses are hard to gauge whether or not they necessarily can do well at this class level if they're again just floating around looking for a win uh starting off with you mike did you see this race as wide open as i did very much uh, i thought this was an extremely difficult sequence and i'm going to use four in here also uh starting with the one my mind is made up this horse has been third last two two times uh third from an outside post at yonkers in the slop then faced uh big juror southwind general last time and raced well to be third uh, you know, draws inside here. I think the price will be lower, but, uh, you know, big enough that should, um, you know, be interesting at this numbers of 8,500. It's a drop for this horse. So, you know, it might be a level, like you said, that, you know, this horse could fit. Uh, the two Sir Mock-a-Lot uh, came from 50 claimers, dropped to numbers of 5,000 at the Meadowlands and crushed a field in, in 51. Then I thought bounced a little last time first up against better. And, you know, that's that was a race with a lot of speed in it. And, and you know, the horse tried to make an early move. Uh, I think he fits at this level and, and cannot be ignored. So you need to use that one. Uh, the five, uh, Lechie McGuire. This horse drops also. Uh, was racing winners over at Saratoga. Now there's a 15,000 at Philly. This horse has been all over the place. One for 25. But... Uh, I like, you know, the fact that he's faced better. Mel Murray Beach, Sunfire Blue Chip, better than these horses. So a little bit of a drop here makes me interested. And then the seven, Settlemore, same thing. Drops, uh, had been facing 50 claimers, 
numbers of 20,000 at Yonkers. Caught the 10 hole last time against American primetime. No chance whatsoever. It was 124 to 1. Gets a, a better post, a better driver, you know, and a better class. So I'm going to use this one a little bit of a price. One, two, five, seven. Now, we also like that horse because he's named after our friend, Jason Settlemore. But, you know, unless I told you that, you couldn't assume that at all. So that's why I had to step in, being the knowledgeable little boy that I am. Thank you. Not the knowledgeable little man that I strive to be, because that's, that just can never happen. Not not in my current state. Rod, you're four deep, but you're inside. Yeah, I stayed inside here. Uh, the one, my mind is made up. Uh, you know, like Mike said, race good last week, got shuffled back. Uh, that was a good first start over the track. This horse made a lot of money the last two years, and, you know, tough. Tough not to use this one, especially after he gets that one start in, uh, and then draws the rail here. So, uh, you know, I think a good trip's in order. Probably going to be a little bit closer tomorrow. Two Sir Mockalot, uh, Maroon picked this one. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't like the race last week, but didn't like the race. You know, uh, two two starts back. Horse dominated. He dominated. A little bit cheaper. He's a little cheaper. But, uh... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, this one is pretty obvious, I think, if you just look. Uh, if you can get past that last line, this horse is good enough to beat these. The four, uh, BB's Harley, I'm using... I like the qualifier. Jason Robinson brings these things ready when he comes to the Meadowlands. I think this one probably needed the big track again. Uh, one last year, made a lot of money out of Cal Expo. This horse is just okay, but I think with the uh, little month-long break there and then uh, the good qualifier, I think he's probably ready for a decent mile. And then the five... Uh, Lachey McGuire, Lachey McGuire, whatever, however you say it. Uh, yeah, this horse is one for Lachey. 25, but uh, what the heck is that? What are you doing? It's Lizzie McGuire. That's how you pronounce it. No. It's pronounced Toby McGuire. No, no, it's not. It's pronounced Peter Parker. Okay. Anyway, this horse... Uh, <laughs> You know, another one is dropping. Hard not to use this one. I thought it was a good race coming home 26 and 4 last time. This looks like a good spot in this race. Uh, should be following some live horses in here. And, uh, you know, I, three of my four horses are uh, 10 to 1 or above morning line. So you're going to get some prices here. It really is a wide open race, and you can go a lot of different ways here. So 1, 2, 4, 5 for me. Look, I have chopsticks. And with these chopsticks, I can do a lot of things. For instance, I can drum. You might have been able to hear that. I can also drop the chopsticks. But that's more so when I drop the mic. And I will be dropping the mic momentarily. Especially at the Meadows. Mike, you're going down. I'm going to take you down one way or another. Right. <laughs> uh, but with these chopsticks too, I can pick up the exact horses that should be able to win this race. And if I pick up the paper with these chopsticks, which is actually harder to do than said... Uh, uh, 
You know, no one knows how to use chopsticks anyway. This metaphor's over. I got three horses if I read my paper, <clears throat> which you hear that the paper does exist. I am three, six, and ten. Now, according to that program, that means I take the three Calvin B. He's one of the horses I use. I like the fact he's moving up in class. I like the speed he showed from post 10. I like the fact that he keeps getting played. However, the downside could be he ends up burning money in this race moving up in class. That's definitely a possibility seeing as how much money this horse has taken in his last five starts. Uh, however, the horse still has the form to potentially do well. He's been racing against some better horses. Three starts back was against Jack's Lucky 2 and Major Legacy, although Major Legacy's been a hit-and-miss kind of horse. Uh, Stars in Heaven was also really good two starts back when uh, he was second to him. Uh, but he's going to be a sh probably a short price, even though he's moving up in class. Uh, but that might not necessarily be a bad thing, depending. It just totally depends on how the board plays. I'm going to mention the 10 more dragon is the second horse before I get to my final horse. Uh... Set the pace last out. That's just not his thing. He's much more of a chaser. He came on 28 and changing the slop as the favorite. Should still nonetheless be involved from that outside post. Uh, might not take as much play from the outside. However, he deserves to be considered. And that would be an overlay if, he's end if he ends up getting ignored just because of the post. Uh, the horse has been sharp at this level in the last couple of starts. One, three back dropping down to the Knowles of five level. Second start out, uh, given the right circumstances. Could get the right circumstances again from an outside post. We carried into the mix in the outer flow. The horse I'm really interested in uh, for a price possibly is the six, Sterling Escort. And that's just because uh, this horse raced really well last out as the favorite. Was bet down to be 9-5 to five and parked the first half of the mile. And I'm thinking... Just because John Kakeli's driving this horse, that he's going to end up not taking any play whatsoever. And that'd be ridiculous. Because this horse, if this horse raced that well last out to hold on to finish third as the favorite at this level, then I don't really see John Kakeli possibly doing anything wrong with this horse. If anything, he's just going to make the horse's price even better. And if it's he's just a sharp horse coming into this race that's, that's going to be ignored because of the driver. And I think that that's ridiculous. And so all that said, I'm 3-6-10 in the third leg of this pick four, I have no idea what Mike was trying to show us on the screen. But the final leg of this pick four is race number 11. It's an almost of uh, 5,000 in the last five starts. Puts 8,500 on the line. Field of 10 going postward here. Mike, what were you trying to show us? Uh, I'll show you later, but... All right. Uh, three deep to finish. Uh, using the four, Rock on the Hill who drops from optional 20s. And, you know, prior to that, Nollers 11 fives, uh, you know, this horse has some back class and, you know, she will be the favorite in here, but should be ripe to pick off this, this field that's really, you know, filled with a lot of horses that have been losing. Uh, the, the six perseverance, I, I liked this horse last time and was about the 12 to one coming off a layoff, uh, you know, this horse raced well, was first up and then just kind of went nowhere and, and got tired. So we'll see second time out. You know, the, the horse fits at this level and might have just needed the race. And then the nine, Endeavor. Uh, this is Pat Lachance training, but gets Marone, and I like that a little bit because usually he drives his horses, and Marone driving this horse is, is huge. Uh, horse likes the big track, does draw outside, but one, two back at Yonkers on the front end. So I'm curious with the driver switch, you know, if this horse is live or not. So four, six, nine. Rod. Those aren't your numbers. What are your numbers? My numbers are three, four, eight. Uh, what are your three... other four numbers? So I can give you a call later. Ooh. 
No. <laughs> uh, the three uh, second start off a, a five six week layoff here. Uh, another Jason Robinson horse. Uh, I think at least one of these things is going to win. Uh, I think I'm using all of them. Um, this one parked a mile last time in the slot. I thought raced pretty well. Deserves another chance at this level. And, uh, you know, took a lot of play as well. You know, went off five to two. So no reason for me not to use at a better price this week off of a, a pretty decent effort off the layoff. The four rock on the hill I think should be able to trip out here and get a nice second or third over trip. Uh, horse is only three for 36, but uh, is fast enough to beat the this type these types, uh, you know, this is a pretty significant drop for this horse. Uh, probably going to be the fav- <clears throat> favorite. And then the 8JT. I like this horse. Uh, Abatella trains this one. The only thing I can say against this horse is he's one for 34. But, uh, you know, maybe the move in, in, in the drop in this race is better to his liking gets back on a fat hopefully a fast track you know they may have some snow but uh i think this horse if the cover drags him up close enough he's got a big shot and this horse has made a lot of money the last two years you know it's not like this horse is a piece of crap that's consistently bad you know he he's faced some good horses and he just dropped a win off of his card off his last five to get into this race so uh, you know, form off a little bit, but I thought that race last week was pretty good, and I'm going to use that a, a pretty big price. So three, four, eight for me. I didn't see much in this race. I'm too deep. I agree with the three wild again. Not only am I impressed, though, that this horse has come from uh, winning the 1984 Breeders' Cup Classic to racing this condition race at the Meadowlands, uh, but also the fact that he parked the mile last out first out. Second time out now here for Jason Robinson. I think uh, the ho- horse is more in good form than it is the trainer. Uh, but he's coming in with a lot of decent horses by the looks of it. Last time it was, uh, oh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Bill McKenzie. He had a lot of good horses coming a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't know what happened to him, but Jason Robinson's kind of in a similar path here. With this horse, uh, draws well again. Should just get a better trip. Was bet last time out, so the horse should definitely be live this time around. I also used the two, Siskel. That's the second horse I used. Uh, three stars back was in against Hire, finished fourth against horses like David's Dream and I Am the Bright Side. The next out was fifth against Kaylee Shagenbeck, Stars in Heaven, Stratocaster, much better horses than these. I uh, was second to Weston Joe back on November 18th uh, after he blazed around the track against the Knowles of 5,000 level. It was second by five lengths there, kicking home in 27 flat. Shipped over to Saratoga most recently, and as the favorite, went first over. Ended up finishing seventh and faltering off that trip, which is reasonable uh, given the trip that he ended up going. Uh, so I give him some... London. Ex- huh? London's going? Oh, excuse me. London is at the post, and they are off, baby. Winsong can go, can go. She's going to the lead, overthinking it. Out to challenge, and those two secure the top two around that turn. Playing easy to the inside, gets away in third. Shifting Georgie is back fourth, then tucking into the inside towards the back straight. Comes Logan's Fury, not Logan's Fury. Cam Victor is behind Logan's Fury. Major Nager is away fifth. Dennis has a battle on the front. 
Overthinking it to the inside. Winsong can go to the outside. Those two match strides to that opening quarter. Inside, Blaine Easy is third. Then it's another three lengths back to shift in Georgie in fourth. That first quarter is in a time we are not meant to know. Angling out around the bend comes Cam Victed now uh, up towards... Fifth and three wide uh, behind Winsong Kango. Now tucks in behind him as covers. They turn into the straight first time, overthinking it. Still in front. Now being encouraged to go on as Winsong Kango is back at his throat on the outside. Then back third at the rail comes Plain Easy. Second over then Cam Vic did. Shuffled back is playing easy around the turn, or rather overthinking it to the inside in sixth. Then back towards the back of the pack, Logan's Fury's third over, and trailing the field, Major Nature, three high into the back straight, Cam Victed, launching after overthinking it as Winsong Can Go retreats off the rail. Here comes playing easy now to pursue the leader as they come on to three quarters, overthinking it. In between horses, playing easy, far outside, Cam Victed. Into contention comes Logan's Fury behind them, dropping back out of the mix then shift in Georgie as they come around the final bend Cam Victed the first to give way overthinking it to the inside and plain easy's to the outside Logan's Fury at the rail now takes the two lengths off the lead as they turn for home overthinking it still in front outside trying to get by plain easy Logan's Fury needs room at the rail and coming back down the center Cam Victed line coming overthinking it plain easy overthinking it might have held on from Plain Easy in between horses. Cam Victor to the far outside was lunging late. May have got up for second, but it's a photo between overthinking it, Plain Easy, and Cam Victor. How does that horse hang on there? I have no idea. It looked, yeah, it looked like the four held on. God, how, I want to know how the three loses the race off that trip. He I sucks. The horse it. really oh. sucks. And even the eight. I mean, the eight. It was huge. You know, uh, uh, that's just... Four, three. Gotta love it. I'm two, three in the last leg of the Meadowlands pick four, which makes my late pick four. There I go as follows. One, three, four with two, four, six with three, six, ten with two, three. One, three, four, two, four, six, three, six, ten, two, three. That's twenty-seven dollars for fifty cents. Mike, what's the ticket? One, three, four, eight with one, five, six with one two five seven with four six nine it's 72 for 50 cents and rod what's your ticket two three five eight with four six eight with one two four five with three four eight 72 bucks one more piece of action to take for this show bang, bang. and that is the london pick four for sunday uh i thought that this was a pretty easy sequence i'm too deep in every leg of this I did not see it being that contentious at all. It starts with race number seven on the New Year's Eve program. It's a Philly and Mac claiming event for winners of $1,000, basically, in the last five starts. $7,000 claimer. Uh, meanwhile, Mike, you're insanely deep in this first leg. Insanely deep. I, I probably should have used them all here. Uh, however, I did eliminate a couple for cost purposes, but I'm going to use the inside four. To start, this is ten thousand guaranteed. By the way, the son, the one uh, Sergeant Neil Green Beret finished second last time at this level and draws the rail here. The problem is the horse is three for one hundred and sixty-four lifetime, which I don't even know <laughs> why I'm feeding this horse. <laughs> but <laughs> draws the rail and, and it's a seven claimer. So the two 
Hawaiian Drummond, third start off a layoff, raced okay last time against better, total knockout, uh, Sable Ashley, better horses. So uh, I like uh, the third back and a little bit of a drop. The three, Thrift Shop, uh, similar horse, was second last time from the rail, raced well. This horse is, always seems to be a long shot. Uh, could get a little bit of a setup here. The four, Eve Marie Sealster, likely favorite. The horse likes it here. Won seven times last year, five times this year. Nearly won last time, was out a long way and just could not get by uh, against better. And then I'm going to use a couple of the outside ones. Um, the one. eight, actually the eight is the last one I'm using. He's an inside Which, one too. Z- yeah, you're right. The Zindafen dots. I can't do this voice. Uh, finished second last time. Ah. Against similar types. Zinfandot. Zinfandot. That's how you pronounce it. Zinfandot. Great. Great. <laughs> 17 out of 33 in the money this year. 1, 2, 3, 4, 8. Rod, you can be a little bit quicker because you only use two horses. Just like me. Yeah, I used uh, two here, the two favorites. Uh, for Eve Marie Sealster. Like Mike said, good race last time, come first over. Was just out too long, I think, and got beat by a horse off from off the pace. Uh, that, that really was a good race, and, and even though the track was heavily front-end on that day, uh, this one actually passed some horses at some point in the mile, which most didn't that day, other than the horse that actually won the race. Uh, and then the six... Uh, Maritime girl, I'm using her, dominated last time on the front end on that same day. But, uh, you know, start before that, pulled first over, was really, really bad. Uh, just quit as soon as they turned for home. So, so I think something might have happened there. And then, uh, you know, the, this horse hasn't really been on form other than that start last time. And that start on uh, mon- or was it Monday, Tuesday, was a really good start. So uh, I think it, if that form continues, should be right there again, 4-6. I hate the two favorites here. I despise them. I despise them so much that I just did not use them. That, that, that's the extent of my hatred of them. I'm too deep still. Uh, I, I like Thrift Shop, and not only because uh, you can get clothes there cheap, but because the horse makes sense. That, that's just me being the great little handicapper personality I am. Thrift Shop is a horse that I use, as I said. Draws well. has uh, been racing well against the 7,000 claimer level. Uh, from inside posts, usually gets into contention. Uh, it's basically a horse that should be able to pick up pieces because I don't think Eve Marie Sealster is really that strong of a favorite considering... Uh, her race last week from first over. It was a good race from first over. However, every other line before that is not really that appealing, at least in my eyes. Uh, whether they can win the race, uh, that's for anyone else to judge. I don't necessarily think they will. Thrift Shop could possibly be in a good spot, though, uh, considering Hawaiian Drummond doesn't have much speed. Uh, Sergeant Neil Greenberry might be forwardly placed, so Thrift Shop should be somewhere up there. And, of course, uh, Zinfandot is the other horse I use. Uh, this horse has just been racing very well at the 7,000 claiming level. Uh, three starts back was the last time he went a mile. He's been going a mile six. She's been going a mile 16th ever since and still racing well to pick up checks, finishing second. Uh, she's, she'll be trailing a horse that could be put into the mix 
and she'll be put into the mix. Could possibly get outside trip, but I I built this first race around not seeing much in these two favorites, especially the six maritime girl who just won on the lead, and that just seemed like a the way the track was playing kind of win, judging by the rest of her lines. And now she's an outside post, and that's just not as appealing to me. 3-8 in the first leg for me. Second leg of this sequence, race number eight. the old Lang Sign Trot, 8,500 climbers. Also bringing in a couple of 14-year-olds before they are sent away to the war. And by the war, I mean the pasture. It's a completely wrong analogy and metaphor for whatever the, the pasture is, because the pasture is not a war. It's the, if anything, it's the opposite of it. Mike... You're three deep in this leg. Three deep. One, five, and seven in here. Uh, the one, Burning Memories, you know, comes out of 8,500 stake. Has had some outside posts. Uh, I like the rail here. And, you know, a lot of these just don't look that great. So, uh, you know, the, the inside draw will definitely help this horse. Uh, the five, Weski. Uh, this horse is probably its last race. We, we've seen this horse, I think, what, racing in the last tonight. Uh, has speed and should be able to handle these these horses. And then the seven, Winsung Hugo, um, was claimed last time out of the 85. Uh, had the front and kind of got blitzed by Elmo Rock Bottom that night. Uh, is capable, though, from blasting from that outside post and could control it if, if it should get the front. One, five, seven. Rod, you're a little bit deeper than that. You take five, including the one five seven. Yeah, I go one two three five seven. Uh, the one uh, draws the rail, gets Andy more. I, I like Andy from this spot. Um, horse has been okay. You know, last time kind of tossed that race was just way too far out of it. Uh, start before that race, really good, passed a bunch of horses. So, uh, you know, outside chance here, but. You know, the uh, post is definitely going to help this one. Uh, the two, uh, Nick Stewart jumps back on. That was his first start in three weeks last time. Uh, I thought it was a decent race, and, and this horse was has been competitive at this level. So no reason to think this horse would be any different here in this race. Uh, the three, another one, uh, has no gate speed. This was Rooney's choice in the race. Pretty obvious choice, honestly. But, uh, you know, the, this horse has no gate speed, which concerns me in this type of race. But, uh, you know, if things get a little bit wild up front, this one definitely should be coming. Uh, five Westy, we've already talked about this one earlier, is about to race here in a few minutes. And uh, I'm just going on a limb and saying if he wins this race, not only am I not winning the pick four, uh, he'll be scratched in this race on Sunday. And then uh, the seven, Winson Hugo. I like this horse, don't like to post, but uh, this horse has some gate speed and can race off the pace. But uh, I think this one's better on the front or near the front. So I, I do expect this horse to be leaving from the outside post in here. One, two, three, five, seven. In a race where there's not really much speed aside from the 5 and the 7, uh, I can make an argument to the 3, I've got it all, because he just has more than the horses to his inside. Even the Victory Peanut can somehow get off the gate. He doesn't have much stamina. Part of me wanted to use that horse, though, for that reason. Uh, however, I ended up... Wait, am I looking at the right race? No, yes, this is the second leg of the pick 4, yes. Um, but I've got it all. Uh, 
Tupac was able to get into contention. I like the fact that he closed and last out. Uh, just didn't really seem to get into the mix, most likely because A, uh, the track was probably playing towards the front, and B, uh, the horse wasn't really set up into a fast pace. The horse was being dragged along in a slow pace and lost to uh, horses like Riddle Me Miss, who are way better than most of this group. Uh, so that's the case for I've Got It All Have a Win. Son Hugo should really win this race from this outside post, coming in off the claim. In the Alliance Series, finished third as the favorite to Elmer Rock Bottom after setting the pace to the inside, albeit he should have held on in that race, but he is an outside post. This is his second start over the London surface. He raced well over the Flamborough Downs. As long as he's able to get off the gate, uh, excuse me, uh, he should be able to be in a favorable spot. I'm 3-7 in this race. Once again, another race where I just did not see much at all materializing, so I tried to take whatever I could. Third leg of the sequence is race number nine. It's the old line sign pace. Purse is $6,000. Uh, starting off with you, Mike. You're too deep. Too deep. Uh, one and four. The one, Yellow Avenger. This is Carol. Gets a good post. Uh, was second to a decent one. Two back. And I think with this inside spot, can, you know, be involved early. Uh, the four, Thalene, I thought raced very well last time. At a big price, beat E. Marie Silster, who I know, you know, Ray doesn't really like too much. But mm-hmm. you know, this horse, you know, beat a legitimate horse last time. Uh, you know, has been racing in the better races, so I'm going to use those two, one and four. Uh, Rod, you do use the one and the four, but you had on the three. Yeah, I I use the fourteen-year-old uh, sentiment pick here. Uh, I I've been on this horse every single week his past six starts. Um, he's been right there trying to win race really well last week. And, and I just think this, you know, I've been saying it every week that this horse is kind of a, uh, a fan favorite there. And, and really this looks like his type of race. So I, I'm going to definitely use him along with the one and four, uh, the one, you know, draws a rail Alfie Carroll, uh, last time the horse raced here, Got a perfect two-hole trip from the rail and, and won pretty handily. And then the fourth Aileen was literally the only horse that uh, won a race off the pace that wasn't on the front end on uh, Tuesday. So I think you have to use just based on that premise alone. So one, three, four. Me, me, me. Those are my three favorite words in the English language. Also, uh, me take two horses in this race. I start with the one EL Avenger. I like the post-improvement after finishing seventh uh, in the Alliance Series last day. It was second then before the week before that, albeit he was 38-1, to one, ignored there. Uh, you got to look back to her, his last, her last start rather at London when she was the favorite at this 7,000 level. Uh, she ended up, <clears throat> excuse me, winning that race off a pocket trip, again, as the favorite. And to me, that that's just an important line to note. Could po- uh, possibly enjoy the line in surface more than Flamborough. However, those lines of Flamborough aren't that awful either, so the horse is coming in sharp. I also take the two comeback. Matt parked the mile last time out. Before that, it was first over, first time back, and finished third. Quit last time out parking the mile. This horse needs to do anything but that. And from post two, might be able to work out a much better trip. One, two in that race. Final leg, race number 10. Philly Mare, $7,000 claimer. Uh, Mike, you're three deep. 
Three deep using one, three, and five. The one Gangnam Style gets on the gate this time at the nine hole last time and had a brutal trip, really no chance. I like the horse from the rail this time. Should be a little bit of a price, though, uh, with Rooney. And, you know, it just seems like the kind of horse that could trip out against these. Uh, the three, Molly Vance. This horse gets Carroll again. You know, has had back-to-back rails and, and just, you know, keeps having to race first up. I just, I like the Carroll angle here. It's a three-year-old filly. Really, you know, should have a chance from this post. You know, maybe can can sit back and trip out a little. Uh, but they're all likely have to beat the five or we speedy, who just, just looks better than these horses. You know, just, just missing, knocking on the door constantly. Uh, is in the money 14 to 24 this year. And, you know, has been roughed up every race. I think maybe a quicker move should come this time and, you know, perhaps can control things a little better. So one, three, five. Rod, you and I agree in this race. Ooh. That was not the uh, sound I was making. Ooh. <laughs> well, then we're both going five, nine here. Yes, that's right. Uh, the five comes in from Flamborough. Awesome. Good miles. Uh, gets Byron back in the bike. Uh, last three starts, but Byron was one first, second, third. Um, I think this horse leaves, goes to the front, and it's going to be tough from up there. The nine, I love pink. Me too. We were really uh, wondering. Wow. Drops. The, this is a uh, kind of an odd spot over there because you uh, you don't really know where you're going to get away from the nine hole. So uh, this really just depends on what happens in front of them. I think this horse is capable, but, uh, you know, just kind of pay attention, see see how this horse looks in the post parade, and and really watch how the two goes to the gate because that, that's really going to tell the tale of where this one's going to get away. And if the two is off the gate, I would say this, this horse has no chance, but uh, – for multi-race purposes, I'm I'm using because I think this horse is probably one of the better ones in the race. Five nine. I mean, I'm not really sure I have anything else to add to that. Not really sure if I need to add anything else to that. Not really sure why I would, or if I would. But my ticket goes for twenty cents. Three eight with three seven with one two with five nine. Yeah, it's three eight with three seven with one two with five nine. That's three dollars and twenty cents for twenty cents. Mike, your ticket. One two three four eight with one five seven with one four with one three five eighteen dollars. And Rod. Four six with one two three five seven with one three four with five nine. Twelve bucks for twenty cents. And we will be going over the eleven o'clock mark. With this race at London coming up, we're going to get that in. Meantime, meantime, it's been not only quite a show, but I mean, I, I'm I'm just sitting here, and you might have heard my voice dip down a bit just because I'm, I'm looking back at all that we were able to accomplish this year, uh, especially uh, just the fact that I would, I, I could have never. Uh, brought the show as far as it went this year just because I'm not really sure I had the incentive to but 
with you guys coming on and us going to Hoosier Park and us going to the Meadows next year in January. It's definitely 2017 has been a really great year for this show. A bad year for everything else, but a really great year for this show. But no one ever looks back at a year and says that, that was a great year. We have this weird weird way of looking at the world now where every year gets progressively worse than the last and the only thing that we really have any hope for in the end is the fact that the following year could somehow be better even though at the end of the year we always say that that year was way worse than the one before it kind of a oxymoron when you come to think about it uh but i just wanted to say to you guys uh thank you i'm just happy to be a part of the show yeah, thank, thank, thank you for coming along this ride. This ride, and I definitely do mean a ride. It was a, definitely a ride to Hoosier Park. It was like a six and a half hour ride. I'm only here because they pay me. <laughs> Wait, who pays you? <laughs> if you knew right, that, then you weren't paid. But, uh, uh, there's, there's times where I wonder if the show's... If I've done right for the show, or if I do right for myself, or if the show does right for me. And this is not me saying that I'm quitting the show. There's no way I'm quitting the show. At least not at this stage. We can't quit now. Exactly. We've come too far, and we're going even farther than the outskirts. We're heading towards we're the city limits. Stuff in 2018, I'm about to tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. This, this show is going places, and... Notwhopicks.com. That that's only a testament to just what this show has become and what it's tried to be over the last couple of years, and it's really been starting to become what it is supposed to be, which is a show. Because that's all it is. It's all show. I mean, people read me for a fool, but. It's all a show. It's 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 all a show. Every everything about it's a show. And with this final race at London, we will be carried into the finale of the 2017 North American Horse Update season, starting with the final leg of this late pick four. Nine to five on the seven Elmo Rock Bottom. Second choice at three to one. The nine Riddle Me Miss. The third choice at 9-2 to two is the one peeling out. Great Nine back. horses heading to the gate around the turn to the top of the stretch. For this 11th race on the Western Fair program. Field is in motion at the start and they're off with Elmo Rock Bottom launching for the top. From the center, hooray for the winner. Inside peeling out as they move into that first turn. It's Elmo Rock Bottom. Callie Magoo. Callie Magoo. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Getting to the lead. Inside second, peeling out third. Then comes Wesky into the back stretch, being overtaken by Riddle Me Miss, who's now in third. Mike will give me the cue whenever I'm wrong. Coca Joe's in fourth. Back there. Then to Wesky fifth. Sixth then comes Ty's Little Dream in front of I've Got It All. Then it's back to Coca Joe. No, not Coca Joe. Elmo Rock Bottom in the back with whoever's there. Heading around it's the turn. Came back. 
In the turn, Callie Magoo. It's Callie Magoo in front. Second peeling out. Third comes Weski. Coca Joe's fourth. Outside comes Riddle Me Miss. Fifth into the stretch first time. Ty's Little Dream is sixth. Then towards the back. I've got it all in front of Hooray for the winner. And Elmo Rock Bottom's out and moving from last as they move on to that halfway point. We are rolling as we have one lap to go. Callie Magoo in front around the turn. Riddle Me Miss to the outside. Marches up to second. Inside third locked in. Peeling out as they move to the back stretch. Locked in fourth now. Weski is out and moving. Coming to three quarters is Hooray for the winner in fifth. Sixth to the inside, Coca Joe. Seventh to the outside, Elmo Rock Bottom. And then it's back to I've Got It All. And in the back of the field, Ty's Little Dream. Three-quarter bound, Callie Magoo still in front. Riddle Me Miss to the outside at her throat. Two lengths back to peeling out in third. And then it's Weski tipping to the outside from fourth as they move around the final turn. Callie Magoo, a neck in front of Riddle Me Miss, but here comes Weski. Three wide as they turn for home. Chasing after Callie Magoo at 18 to 1. Riddle Me Miss in between horses. Center of the track. The 14-year-old Weski is lunging at him. It's Callie Magoo. Weski's drifting. Callie Magoo. Callie Magoo holds on to wire him from Weski. Tight for third. 18 to 1 on Callie Magoo. It's all a show. And that's the one thing I will always emphasize about this. Is every week we're here to put on a show. We're here to win. But we're here to win by putting on a show. Because that's one thing at North American Horse Update that I am the most proud of is the fact that we have created something that has not been done in racing at least we're ta we're trying to make racing more marketable through a show and that's always what this is but the pioneers sometimes get shot in the foot get shot in the feet that's also why they have carriages to carry them across the continent when the settlers from the south made their way to Oregon all they had was the food on their back and the clothes in their baskets. I know I reversed them, but it's a show. It is a show. And as those pioneers in this season finale is, and heading into 2018, we're here to win, but it's all a show. It is all a show. And to carry us out, of this 2018 season. 2018. It's not 2018. It's almost 2018. To carry us out this 2017 season. As well as 2017 as a whole. <sighs> One last hurrah. And so, thank you for everyone that has stuck around with us this season everyone who's continuing to stick around with us as we move on into 2018 and move on to bigger and better things but over every obstacle just remember we're out there and we're out there for a reason because whatever is out there is what we need when we first found oil we didn't find it in our villages we found it outside the villages we ventured away from what we knew it's always when we go into what we don't know that we discover more about ourselves and more about the truth both to ourselves and to 
the plural of ourselves, which is mankind as a whole. And always keep that in mind because this is a show. Bill Hicks said it's just a ride. And whenever someone comes back and says it's just a ride, don't worry about it. We kill those people. Well, Bill Hicks was killed off by cancer, but uh, he's no longer a messenger of that. We are a messenger of the show. 2018 North American Horse Update. Join us for that. But for now, I'm flying into the unknown, as I always have, along with these two guys that have come along with on this ride with me. Because it's just a ride. And flying into the unknown, into the outskirts of humanity, and even the outskirts of known humanity, sometimes you might get lost. And that's when you get shot in the feet. That's when you get shot down. But in the end, you're out there, and you're finding the truth. And maybe one day, you'll be able to carry that truth down to those who truly need it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this show. And we hope that maybe as we travel the stars, you'll tune in again. Ground control to Major Tom. That, that's supposed to be me. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to Major Tom. Commencing countdown engines on. Check ignitions and may God's love be with you. This is ground control to Major Tom. You've really made the grade And the papers want to know whose shirt you wear Now it's time to leave the capsule if you dare This is Major Tom to ground control I'm stepping through the door and I'm floating in the most peculiar way And the stars look very different today Though here am I sitting in a tin can Planet Earth is blue and there's nothing I can do.
100,000 miles I'm feeling very still And I think my spaceship knows which way to go Tell my wife I love her very much She knows Ground control to Major Tom Your circuit's dead There's something wrong Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear Earth is blue and there's nothing I can do.